beating up a printer on this podcast? <laughs> All the I have a couple. I guess we could go outside with a sledgehammer. Damn, it feels good to be a gangster. <laughs> That's actually a different song. I know, but it's in the same movie. But <laughs> Yeah, and I got the clean instrumental version. <laughs> so I bleep stuff later. Bleep, bleep, bleep. I'll turn down just a little. Just another <laughs> stupid podcast. Yeah. yeah. Dana's here and Jared's here. And somebody's here on the internet. The internets. I'm on the interwebs. And who else are you? It's a series of tubes. It's not a series of tubes. It, we, we have Joe <laughs> through the series of tubes. It's not a big truck. It is a big truck. I saw have it. we started yet? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I cannot hear music on my end. All done. I think you turned it off at just the right moment. <laughs> <laughs> started started to to talk. Talk. And then it's gone. Oh. <laughs> hey there. Quack. 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 I already said quack. Quack, quack, quack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> quack the quack. So what are we doing tonight? <laughs> <laughs> it's like we started nobody stuff and things. <laughs> We're gonna do stuff and things. Stuff and things. Things and mm-hmm. stuff. Oh, is, e- that, e- is, that, is that our episode title? Stuff and things. <laughs> stuff. E three. E three. We did some E three, and we always got stupid TV and film to talk about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Emphasis on the stupid. <laughs> yes. Lots of emphasis on the stupidity. That should sort of be uh, uh, our uh, our discussion point as well. Just how stupid a lot of stuff is getting. Maybe that's why we always talk about Marvel Cinematic Universe. Because <laughs> we know the it's only non-stupid thing. <laughs> yes, every, all these franchises are getting so freaking stupid and predictable. And okay, yep, 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 yep. So, so uh, Joe saw Jurassic Park. So did I. Speaking of that crap, oh, you saw it too. I saw Jurassic World. You yeah. didn't say a word. When? Who? Who? Dana? No, Jared. Jared said he just or saw J- it. Jared. Yeah, I oh, saw Jared it. I, saw? I saw it with Deb on Friday. He just watched right. it in his mind just now. No, and so did I. <laughs> and you know what? It's probably better than what I paid to see. Uh, <laughs> Let me guess. The trailer had no representation of what the movie actually was. That's true. <laughs> that seems no, I mean, to be every movie right the, now. The whole thing is the whole thing was just ridiculous. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Okay. Is Jeff Goldblum in like twenty seconds of the movie, or actually twenty minutes? Mm, five. See, does it? Does it about five? Seriously? Oh man, I wonder how much he got paid to do that. Beginning and end, for the most part, and maybe like a short jab. He probably in the got paid as much as Bryce Dallas Howard did. All right, Joe. Oh. I want you to give your opinion because I don't think it's going to match mine. Oh, so go for it. Oh, you liked it? I'll let you know. I think <laughs> I'll let you All know. Right. <laughs> He may have really hated it, like absolutely hated it. So this is my official review yes, yes. of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom or whatever garbage title it had. Your studio was so preoccupied with whether or not they could, they didn't stop to think if they should. Oh, oh. you suck. It's like a 25-year-old yeah, movie. It was, it, was, it was so, it was, the whole movie was just... <clears throat> And, and look, I'm not one of these people that goes into a movie like Jurassic World expecting some like Oscar-nominated performances and like right. serious drama. Like I know what I'm paying for. It's because of mayhem, last, it's like, dinosaurs, it's explosions, <laughs> it's action sequences, and it's all suspension of of belief. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'm on board, and I love movies like that. 
this one, like, I don't know what the hell happened, but like the flow of the of the movie, it was just like so like forced and disjointed. It was just hmm. weird. Pacing was and weird. um, I'm gonna jump right into spoilers because there's really no way that I can like dissect this movie and tell you how like just shitty it was without <laughs> spoiling some of it. Well, Joe, so, like, before whole... you go too far, let's get right. to the most important part. Did Chris Pratt have his contractually obligated shirtless, shirtless scene, scene in it? Yeah, yeah. No, he, no didn't. he didn't. That's oh. one of the reasons why I think the movie's crap. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to see Pat. No, he was he was actually he was actually fully clothed the whole time. Oh. Much much to the chagrin much to the chagrin of my female friends that went. So damn it, then me and Adam have no reason to go. Exactly. You know, I, 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 I get such a kick out of like action hero Andy Dwyer because you know <laughs> Exactly the, the Chris the Chris Pratt I met was Andy Dwyer. Like that's who Chris Pratt will always be to me. You know? <laughs> See I never uh, watched... long before he was any of these superhero characters, he was Andy Dwyer and I love the character of Andy Dwyer. And I never Bert watched Macklin. Parks and Parks and Rec, so to me he's always Star Lord. Mm. You never you never watched it? No, I cannot stand Neither half the I. people on that show. I like him, and I like uh, uh, the dude with the mustache. Run, Swanson. Yeah. For president. I like them. It took me a couple episodes to get vested in it, but it's it's a it's a good show. It does. The first it's season is very. Movie, it's got some very it's, funny moments. I think it's the blonde yeah, woman from Saturday Night Live that just absolutely I despise awful. her. She's awful. Oh, the main character is a single worst human being in existence, and I'm comparing her to Mussolini, Hitler, <laughs> Alf, Stalin, and. Yourself? So, come on. That's how bad she is. Who, Amy Poehler? Yeah. I mean, wait, the wait. main character, I forget what oh, the her character name is. The character But is. she's horrible. Okay. She's but a horrible the character. Side characters, yeah. The side characters are just great. And especially mm. whenever you think of Andy Dwyer and um, I forget what Audrey Plaza's character's name is. Yes. And uh, the guy who... He's a complete nerd, but tries not to act like it. I just threw up my mouth a little bit. <laughs> anyway, you want, to, you want me to get back to uh, the, yeah, the yeah, let's go back to Jurassic Sorry. <laughs> Told you we don't need those stinking rails. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that we don't have rails. That's what makes our podcast special. So anyway. <laughs> so the premise, the premise of this movie, it starts off. And on Isla Nubla, or whatever the hell it's called, there's a volcano Nublar. that's going to erupt. And, and, and of course, the, the park has been completely abandoned and emptied, and there's still dinosaurs roaming around on it. So the whole premise that starts off on this is um, <laughs> Bryce Corbin Dallas's character, whatever her name is in the movie. Yes. Lilu Dallas, multipath. The, the, um, <laughs> the attractive redhead. Yes. Yes. Ron, lead. Ron Howard. She, Ron she's Howard's like she's, she's leading up this nonprofit apparently to like try to force people to save these dinosaurs. Save the whales. From, <laughs> That's what from this from movie re is? from re -ex yes from re extinction <laughs> because they're they're going to be killed by this erupting volcano. So there's like Good. there's like a couple of cut scenes. Like there's a cut scene with. Jeff Goldblum's character from the original Jurassic Park in front of like a Senate committee mm. talking about how we should let these dinosaurs go extinct and not save them because they shouldn't have been here in the first place. And then it cuts to her like 
trying to convince this congresswoman on the phone to like fund them so they can save the dinosaurs. It, dude, it's just it's the setup is just shit. So the next, and then she gets this call. She gets this call from this guy from the Lockwood Estate, and they're like, "All right, we're back in this." And so she gets duped into thinking that she's going to the island to help them uh, save the dinosaurs. One of the primary things they're trying to get is the raptor blue, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the why they need her, star. because they need her they need her handprint to access the biometric thing. Which is like that that that's literally the kind of plot points we're working with with this movie. Wait, like so this the, movie wait, has wait, like wait, a, wait, a wait. compu this sorry. So the the raptor's paw, claw, no. whatever it is. No no no. The no no no. The doctors. The doctors. The, they the need lady her who ran they need the, the doctor's handprint to oh. access the biometrics in the park so they can track down the raptor. Oh, because she ran it to begin with. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I thought you said so the, they needed blues. But, so that's her whole reason like, for being like, there. What? No. <laughs> but this is like a perfect this is the perfect example of how like thin the plot of this movie is because there's like yeah, a cool. hot shot <laughs> computer guy in there too. But all this technology where they can like create entirely new species and all this computer technology, they, they couldn't track down this raptor or break past her biometric hand screening without the doctor from the last movie. <laughs> right? Like, yep. duh. This so, is a unique th whatever. system. Suspension this. of belief, whatever. <laughs> so yes, they know that true. they can't track, even when, even when they do the bio ah. tracker on the raptor, <laughs> they know that they won't be able to get it without Andy Dwyer. So they use her to recruit Andy Dwyer. So Burt Macklin shows up as well. So the, so the doctor and Burt Macklin <laughs> go to the who island. Is huh? Who's Burt Macklin? Burt what? Macklin is Andy Dwyer's FBI character in Parks and Recreation. Oh. Who is played by Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. All right. Sorry. I'll try to <laughs> rein it in. They get to the island and they find out that they've already got all the dinosaurs they need miraculously already taken care of and captured. All they needed was blue, which with all their technology and hundreds of millions of dollars of backing, they couldn't figure out how to get past a biometric hand scanner. So, uh. yeah, that's how they ended up on the island. Then it's the inevitable setup. They've got like an ultra bad guy. This guy that's like been hired to round up these dinosaurs, and he's exactly the character you would expect. He's just like super cruel and super mean, and like it's just the such a stereotypical character. <laughs> <laughs> Do what? Republican. <laughs> and yeah. Anyway, hmm. so they get they get blue, and then they tranquilize blue, and then the guy, the super mean character, tranquilizes Chris Pratt's character. And leaves him for dead. And then they lock the doctor and the computer guy in the little bunker and leave them for dead. And then they flip the switch that Long... blows up the volcano. Well, no, the volcano yeah. starts exploding as they're doing all that. While, yeah, mm -hmm. while the volcano Convenient starts exploding time. everywhere. I'm just saying, it's a plot then... point. Let's flip a switch and the volcano goes off. Yeah, why not? Yeah. The, t the original T-Rex then... hit it. Yeah. <laughs> and then they have like this literally like this minute and a half long scene of Chris Pratt being paralyzed on the ground from a tranquilizer, barely able to move a finger. But then he starts doing this weird, like, flopping thing out of the way of a flowing lava bed. <laughs> awesome. So, and then all of a sudden, like, recovers suspense. so quickly that he gains his feet, 
runs as fast as a rampaging herd of dinosaurs alongside of one of those like gyro balls that the uh, the doctor and the computer guy yeah, are that's in. in the trailer yeah that's yeah that's they the yeah they go over a cliff that looks like two or three hundred feet but su- surprisingly everybody survives right while there's like lava falling out of the sky and dinosaurs falling all around them <laughs> uh he swim he swims down like 110 feet in the water to like pry open this bulletproof gyroscope thing that they're inside of that's it's apparently strong enough that dinosaurs can't break it <laughs> but he pries it he pries, but he pries it open with his with his knife that he they, just happened to have they lack opposable uh, thumbs in his in his belt loop <laughs> and then they survive <laughs> and they sneak onto the ship so that's that's the end of the first scene like that's it for the island for the whole movie bye Oh so really? The ship and that's like, like the first part, the the first few minutes of the movie. First half. Yeah, hour. that's like fif- that's first like fifteen hour? twenty minutes of the movie. Oh, what? So the wow. trailer like has nothing other than that. Uh, I have something to say. Ah uh, ah uh, ah! Uh, you didn't say the magic word. <laughs> Please. Uh, 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 you must be playing a sound because I don't hear anything. Why is the sound not working again? Uh, uh, uh. You yeah, didn't I thought say you could the magic word. Sound. We fixed that last time and it's not working. I now. could last time, but I can't this time for whatever reason. Yeah, that's yeah I can't hear them either, but Joel, can I interject? Yeah, go for it. So as... Because I, I have a lot more complaining to do in this movie, so please. I could, <laughs> I, I could sense that. Well, go ahead, I'll Alex. be completely honest. Um, just being the fan of the really weird media I am, the stuff you mentioned sounds well belie- uh, within the um, suspension of disbelief that I can have. So um, I'm wondering, does it get worse or better as it goes on? It gets, it gets way worse. Yeah. Okay. Let's see this train wreck. <laughs> so, and, and, and another thing before I get back to the plot, I didn't see any difference. Like, there's nothing about the CGI in this movie that wowed me. It yeah. seems no different than the shit that pulled two years ago, or however long it was since the last Jurassic Park. That's probably I mean, I get it. That kind of technology here. probably doesn't update that frequently but with the sheer number of cgi that's being done in movies nowadays and this is supposed to be like some massive return blockbuster mm-hmm. like it was pretty lackluster <laughs> um there was even like a scene towards the end of the movie <clears throat> where there's a bunch of dinosaurs stuck in a small area and it like it's got like really bad animation like it's, it's not a good shot but i'll get to that in a second <laughs> they were so clip- anyway so through each other. they're on the boat <laughs> Do I? They were clipping through each other. Yeah. They're on the boat. They find Blue, who has been shot and tranquilized. I forgot to mention they shot her, too, because she was starting to kill one of the guys, and it's just, it's stupid. Um, So there's, like, a paleo-veterinarian is another person that was in that Save the Dinosaurs group, and she, like, talked herself onto the boat to save Blue. And you don't really know at this point why Blue is so important, um, because they haven't clued you in on that yet, but you, you get this—you get the idea that she, that she's very important for something. Frog DNA. Um, so they save Blue's life. Boat ride goes on for like 15 minutes of the movie. Really, not much happens. It's like a, there is actually a pretty cool scene where they're having to like get blood from a T-Rex to give blood to Blue, who's suffering from blood loss, which sounds ridiculous, but <clears throat> it's actually—it's wow. actually a pretty interesting, funny sequence. Um, so then they get back, <clears throat> the boat docks, and they load up all these trucks, 
and the scientist and Chris Pratt are driving one of the trucks like incognito. And when I say incognito, Chris Pratt is just sitting there being Chris Pratt <laughs> and the hot redhead, the hot redhead puts on a John Deere hat. So she's, you know, completely incognito now. At least it wasn't a burka. Uh, <laughs> and I guess whoever was scheduled to drive that truck didn't show up to work that day because nobody like, whatever. Anyway, suspension said, of belief. Hey, that's I, my I truck. <laughs> huh? Nobody said, Hey, that's my truck you're stealing. Yeah. Like, whoa, whoa, bro. You're supposed to be on guard duty or something? That's my truck. I'm supposed to drive this truck tonight. Anyway. Come on, Andy. So they drive the trucks and they realize that they're going to the um, to the estate of the Lockwood guy. And in a short order, you find out that... Who's the Lockwood that, character? So Lockwood is the guy that worked with the original dude that first made John Jurassic Hammond? Park back in the day. John Hammond. Yes. Oh, John Hammond's character. Funny oh, okay. they didn't yeah. mention him. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> John Hammond's died, has died, and, yeah. and Lockwood still is alive. But then, I don't remember this. Maybe it was in like some of the later movies uh, back in the '90s that I, because I only watched like the first one and, and the second one. The ones we've tried very hard to forget. Well, I watched all. Um, of them. Yeah, I did too. But apparently, there was like this big falling out that was a mystery, like a mystery between uh, the original guy and Lockwood, and they yeah. stopped working with each other. So anyway. You find out that the the uh, you mean Sam Neill's character? The, basically, oh. the executive assistant to Lockwood is is in charge of Lockwood's estate and making sure that everything good is happening. And he's the one that got the doctor and Chris Pratt to agree to go rescue the dinosaurs. And you find out that the reason he wanted to rescue the dinosaurs is because not only is he trying to sell them, like in in in, <laughs> in the basement lair, uh, <laughs> black market auction. Where they sell off the dinosaurs, <laughs> um, but they also had that Asian guy Wu from the first movie Woo! shows back up, and he apparently has created this entirely new dinosaur that they've trained to follow a laser sight. <laughs> so she's the ultimate predator. So, so she's a cat. cat uh, and, 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 and now you find out. Now you, yeah, exactly. Instead now using you find frog out the DNA, that blue is so DNA. important. Oh my the God. reason you find out that blue is so important is because Dr. Wu wants to study blue's DNA to create the next iteration of this brand new dinosaur because of all of Owen, who is Chris Pratt's work mm. on getting it to follow instruction and whatnot. Blue DNA. Dr. Wu, so that's need that. some blue. <laughs> yeah. And then, so, dude, it's, wow. it's just like it's mind-boggling trying to explain this. Like, if, if it's not for, like great dinosaur sequences or bangs and flashes and stuff like that that keep you distracted like when you try to explain the progression and the plot of this movie like even me explaining it i'm like i have to be forgetting something because this just it sounds shitty. it sounds like how do they pitch this like how do they pitch this movie it sounds just about as as disjointed as the last transformers movie oh yeah that was chris, chris, awful. chris pratt and the doctor end up like coming about and breaking up the auction uh they escape in this like fantastic way uh, because, again, Fantastic. movie point where you just suspend disbelief. The mm -hmm. ultra bad guy just keeps leaving them alive every time he catches them. <laughs> <laughs> you got me money. Whatever. Because of reasons. <laughs> That's right, Whatever. Reasons. You know, and, and like, yeah. So even, even the executive assistant kills Lockwood by smothering with a pillow, but leaves Owen and the doctor alive over and over again. Wow. Whatever. Um, so they break up the thing, and then while they're trying to free the dinosaurs this canister like this big canister of poison gas gets 
um, damaged in an explosion. And so all the <clears throat> all the dinosaurs are starting to like that area where they're keeping all the dinosaurs in the basement where they're doing this dinosaur auction. They're starting to suffocate from the poison gas. And then sometime around this time, you find out like the executive guy, the executive assistant to Lockwood gives this impassioned speech that, you know, the doctor and Owen shouldn't act holier than now, that they're the ones that parented this program and that the doctor actually, you know, created these dinosaurs and ran a park trying to make money. So he can't be a bad guy by auctioning them off as weapons to try to make money or whatever, because it's the same thing. You know, for a mo- for a movie that's so lackluster, you're sure remembering a lot of details. <laughs> because it's just so bad, dude. It's like a train wreck. Yeah, I think you lost me at the and during, volcano. And during this process, there's this little girl, like 11-year-old girl named Maisie in the movie. And she's running around, and she's just like, she's supposedly the granddaughter of Lockwood. Well, there has to be And then child. you find out, like, in, in like not at all a dramatic fashion, you find out that she's actually a clone of Lockwood's daughter who died. Oh God! So like, then they just they just throw this in there, like, oh, by the way, this little girl is a clone, and that's the reason why Lockwood and the original guy from the original Jurassic Park had a falling out is because Lockwood used the technology to clone his dead daughter. So they found some prehistoric amber with the first daughter's yeah. blood in it, but they <laughs> used it's it to insane. clone her with some frog DNA. So anyway, so they get to the point they're in like they're back in the United <laughs> States now on this on this you know um, land. And they're at the end, and they're trying to, like, she's, the doctor is wanting to let all of the dinosaurs loose so they don't die because they can't get the evac system to work to pump this poisonous gas out. And then Chris Pratt is like, look, if you let these dinosaurs out, we're not on an island anymore. And so she, like, closes the thing, and it's all dramatic. And then they're standing there looking out at the windows, watching the dinosaurs suffocate. And then all of a sudden, the green lights come on, and the doors start opening. They turn around. And the little girl, Maisie, is crying, and she has pushed the button, and she has, says, I had to do it. They're alive, just like I'm alive. And then that's basically, there's like another like action sequence with dinosaurs, but that's basically the end of the movie. That there's like fucking dinosaurs running around America now. Yeah, that's the one trailer that ends with the lion facing the T-Rex. <laughs> well, that, yeah. Well, that's and then there's, a, then there's an after credit scene. There's an after credit, like after all the credits, there's an after credit scene of one of those, like, I know they're not pterodactyls because they're not big enough, but those pterodactyl looking birds. There's like this five second after credit scene of a couple of those pterodactyl birds flying over Las Vegas. So two years from now, there's probably going to be a Jurassic Vegas. I don't know, but I won't, I won't be going to see it. Jurassic. I'm seriously like it was, it was entertaining because of it being like Jurassic Park, but like I was seriously disappointed. It was just it, the whole, it, the, the pacing, everything just seemed. Yeah, I, it was just wacky, dude. I think it was, it was really bad. I think they've milked the dinosaur teat just about as long as possible. Probably more than they should have. It's like they could have just if 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 they'd have taken a little bit more time to like flesh out the story. Well, nobody does that anymore. Well, I mean, like yeah, I don't know. It's. It seems like what we I'm seeing more in the movies these days. Like wait, it's wait, like wait, wait, idiocracy. Wait, 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 before you get to that. Spectacle let, over story. Yeah, it is spectacle over story. Should um, be the other way around. Jared's the only one who saw it, so let, I want to see what he has to say about it. All right, I'm gonna shut up now because that was a long, long review. <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> so I, 
I see some of the problems that Joe saw. My problem is is that it wasn't enough for me to dislike the movie. Um, in comparison to the third and Jurassic World itself. So if you go in knowing that the third one wasn't all that great, and Jurassic World wasn't all that great, this one is right on par. Now, I heard something about, and I still can't confirm this, that when Jurassic World came out, it basically wiped out the two two and three Jurassic Park movies? Is that true? No. No. See, that's what I always said. Like, no, no they still no, seem this, to fit. So, so Jurassic Park 1, 2, and 3 are their own trilogy of sorts. Yeah, and I think they're... Jurassic decent. World... One is good. Basically, they... Basically, the way Jurassic World is, and I'm going to go back and just start with that. Jurassic Park was John Hammond's brainchild. Well, I, It failed horribly. Right. They made two sequels where people went back to the park because of either accident or whatever. Greediness. The guy who took over John Hammond's company wanted to live up to John Hammond's legacy and did it bigger and better and made Jurassic World. And it worked for several years. Mm-hmm. Like the whole premise of... Jurassic World falling apart in the movie, that's was like a dramatic change. They had been running Jurassic World for years. Yeah. The park was successful. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have Jurassic World. But, uh, uh, life they, finds a way. That's right. Well, no. <laughs> Jurassic World was entirely... The, here's the, here's the difference. Every Jurassic Park movie, Jurassic Park the first one, I'm not going to count two and three, but Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, and Jurassic World... Fallen Kingdom are all because of human greed. Mm. Every plot point of those movies that causes a failure is human greed. Okay, well, I think two and three are too. Human greed—it probably is the same way. One of the one of two and three was because they had to go in and rescue somebody who got to the island accidentally. Oh, that was that's the, why that's why that one's kind of not the human greed story. Like was, one and then the both was, Jurassic worlds it was kind of human greed. They were greedy. Because yeah. they tricked Sam Neill's character into doing it without okay. telling him. So but either way, so <laughs> so if you if you realize that the major movies that actually hit theaters, they are all, all hit the, theaters. I've seen no every one Jurassic of these. Park three was not in theaters. Yes, it was. I saw yeah, it in theater. Because okay, it wasn't in theaters for very long then because I didn't see. I it. saw it at Easton, and I remember when that mm-hmm. dinosaur was walking around. And that phone was going off. I was yeah. pissed. Yeah, because recently I had heard people at Easton. Their phone's going off. <laughs> so I was instantly angry about it. I still remember that. I don't know why. Mm. Yeah, and I was like, who the hell has their phone? And I was like, oh, that's the, that's the, that's in the, that's movie. the dinosaur. All right. That's Never mind. Dinosaur's <laughs> belly. So either way, back on track. If you realize that the premise of every one of these stories is going to be the same. Yeah. Yeah. This movie was not bad. This movie well, was the combination. But that was premise, the problem. Com- a horrible premise. I get, I get it. It is still a bad premise. But if, if you, you go re- in realizing that, that everything, Fast and Furious movies are all going to suck. Or exactly. The Kingsman movies are all going to suck because I just watched the first one and I hated it. Really? Oh, hey, 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 oh. hey! If you think Kingsman movies suck, we can't be friends. Like that's you're crossing <laughs> the line now. Sorry. That movie is gold. It was yeah. awful. I uh, liked the fighting, but everything else was just so. It was anyway. I loved it. Yeah. Anyway, I want to hear. I'm going to keep hearing Jared's thing because he is bringing up kind of a good point. Yeah. It does follow suit. So I can. I am agreeing exactly. so far. If you if yeah. you go in knowing that all of the all, everything that has had the word Jurassic and dinosaurs, the plot is going to be the same. 
that was actually one of the things that just watching the trailer I picked out instantly and it actually pissed me off. I almost didn't want to see it because I'm like, it's the same story. The stupid Asian guy comes back greedy as hell. Like always racist wanting to do something better and then sell it. That's been the plot the whole time. He was in the first one. He was in and he was in world and he was in, and it was always just him trying to evolve these dinosaurs into money makers. Dr. Wu. Um, is it, isn't just to doctor? Woo! You gotta step into the square circle. <laughs> oh, woo! Ultimania is over. <laughs> just to juxtapose, uh, every Jurassic Park movie is gonna be the same because they're the same. Uh, every Cap movie is completely different. Yeah. Mm. Every Iron Man movie. Well, the but fact, saying, pretty different. The fact that they, you know, uh, it's been how so, many movies so now, and they have to keep dipping back in the same well. But yeah. the problem is, is that's that's Marvel, right? But I'm just I'm pointing that out that it can be done. Yeah. Oh, I know, <laughs> and I and I I don't disagree with that. So the but only reason these movies keep getting made is, is because, because people we watch them. them. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I went and saw it mainly because uh, my girlfriend wanted to see it because she's a big Jurassic Park fan. So I went with we went with, we went and saw it. Well, who doesn't like that? I sat through it. Oh, I so. actually enjoyed some of the backstory explanation from Jurassic Park when they met Lockwood, because that kind of tied it all back together. That the the stuff with the clone and girl. The 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 fact that Lockwood but... Lockwood and Hammond were partners mm-hmm. when they made Jurassic Park. Right. That was insane. so. Even though Lockwood was at the park. Lockwood uh, or John was at the park. He was still working with Lockwood at that point. It wasn't until after Lockwood actually took their research and went a step beyond it and started cloning cloning humans because his daughter died too far. And that's why John Hammond stopped talking to him because stop basically broke ties with him because he took it too far. It's bad. No expense in his in his type (laughs) in his even though I even though in the grand scheme of things built. Building Jurassic Park took it too far in the first place. Um, well, exactly. <laughs> um, but basically, like we saw with Jurassic World, they tried they make a dinosaur that's not an actual dinosaur. It's some mix of all this other garbage, and because they do that, everything it, goes to crap. Everything goes to crap. <laughs> this is a, it's exactly the same story as Jurassic World. Hmm. I do agree that the gullibility of the uh, the main female character is too overdone, too retarded. She should have seen it coming a mile away. This is such a PC review. Uh, Chris Pratt's character was about uh, just about as blind to it as the rest of them. Yes. The, the little girl being a clone was cool, but the reveal was too late in the movie to make it, it really a point. Creepy. Um, Creepy. But overall... It kind of ended the whole concept of you're going to have these parks and there's going to be a problem. So dinosaurs are now, and as Joe said, dinosaurs are now free to roam the world. Only Yay. one of about, only one dinosaur of 11 species were saved from the park. And but, that means you've only got about 11 dinosaurs running around right now. Yeah, they'll but make more. so they'll make you with could round them tigers up. And they things. could end this movie. They'll make more. You know how I know? Because yeah. life finds a way. Exactly. Right. No, they they can't because when Frog DNA, when uh, Jeff Goldblum's character is talking to the Senate, because 
like the speech he starts in the beginning apparently was a speech he was giving after the fact because he finishes his speech after he noticed that mm -hmm. all the dinosaurs are free. And while they're, they're showing cut scenes while he's talking, and in one of the cut scenes, you see somebody has like one of those cryo cases with all like the DNA strands of a bunch of different dinosaurs. And he's saying that now everybody has this technology. Yes. So, like one of the points he was making in his speech is that it's basically the next thing. It's going to be like nuclear proliferation, but now exactly. it's going to be weaponized dinosaurs. Oh, what's that video game we play? Uh, like Dino D Day or whatever. Yes. Dino <laughs> that's, that's literally somebody's like, yeah. oh, we can do that. I'm going to so, ride a T Rex. So that's yeah. So that's <laughs> yes. kind of the premise of the gold. The whole reason that the Goldblum character is even back in this movie is basically him kind of explaining that we've created our own out of our own stupidity and our own well, the same line, line that like I think Dana quoted the or Joe quoted that was they didn't they never thought of whether they should. Mm -hmm. we've made our own our own bed by having these dinosaurs around and letting them live. And now at this point, due to human error and greed, letting them go loose in the world is basically where the way the movie ends. And the so, reason I'm so frustrated with this movie is because they could, it could have been a fantastic culmination or jumping off place to continue on the franchise. Agreed. It literally could, it could have been. Mm -hmm. But the 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 editing, the way that the scenes cut, like just the, it's just it was poorly done. It was really poorly done. And Jared's one hundred percent right. Like the whole reveal about the little girl Maisie being a clone, like at the point in the movie they did it, there's like a whole bunch of other stressful right. shit going on, and it's kind of like, oh well, what what? That's really the the feeling you get when it's yeah. revealed. And if they had done it sooner, and you kind of knew all along, you'd have been like, holy shit, right. I mm -hmm. understand now why this is such you know what i mean like that it was just poorly done exactly so this is the last jedi of the jurassic so, world franchise so joe <laughs> what um hold on uh oh, uh -oh. adam's playing a sound there it is <laughs> adam was playing a t-rex sound sorry um really so joe <laughs> this is where like like I agree with you in the fact that it could have been a great movie, but like I said, they're doing the same thing over and over again. So this movie had the same disjointed plot that Jurassic World had, the first one. They didn't improve on it hmm. at all, but yet people still are going to go watch it because it's dinosaurs. Not me. That's the problem. That's because they. I'm not going. I'm not go. going. Now. Thank you. So. I'll let you go. I'll let you go back to what you were saying, Joe. Well, that's that's my point. They're they're cashing in on the fact that they're going to get like an entirely new young generation. Like, oh my god, I want to go see the dinosaur movie, mom and dad. They're cashing in on the fact that you know fans, no matter how reluctantly, that have been following this franchise since 1993 are going to be like, oh, you know, I'll fork over ten, eleven dollars to go see it. Sure, it's amazing to me. Maybe I'm blowing this out of proportion just because I'm frustrated with this movie. I don't know if you guys will agree with this or not. Like, we have this amazing technology nowadays. Like, the movies I get to see at 37 years old are, like, things that I could only dream about as a kid growing up in oh, the yeah. 80s. Like, yeah. the, the, the technology they have. And, the mm -hmm. like, so, like, we have well, this amazing opportunity now with all this technology and CGI 
but we're just now like we're using that finally, but we're well, coupling it with lazy writing, shitty acting, just like right, these big overblown budget movies. Boom, pow, wham, and not paying attention to like the little minute details that make a movie fantastic. Yeah, like see, for like, example, look look at look at Murder on the Orient Express. Oh yeah. I finally watched that. I finally watched that movie. There's like literally nothing going on in that movie that's like fantastic visually. It's you know what I mean? Story. But it's just such a compelling movie yeah. because the story is phenomenal. The acting is phenomenal. So. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, like I, I can't help but think of that movie Idiocracy, where like he goes to the theater and like the most popular movie in the world is literally forty five minutes of an ass farting. <laughs> like we're, <laughs> we're going yeah. in that direction. Yeah. We really are. Well, and there, like I said, therein, therein lies the problem. Because when we were young and the technology didn't exist, they had to focus on the story. Yeah. Exactly. Now they make, like I said, spectacle over story because people want to go and be wowed by what they see and not what they're yeah. soaking up, you know. Which is why there's only a handful of good films. now. And, and again, like Murder on the Orient Express, it's on a train. It's not a complicated set. You yeah. don't have a lot of options as to what to do. So you have to focus on the story. So let's transition that to television because I think television is completely opposite. For some reason, the all the good writers Unless, of course, it's TV. a DC title. <laughs> well. <laughs> I was going to say... Starts what about, out good but goes down the stinker. What about that good show that we all watch that's really good that's DC... Oh, wait, we... Uh, Oh, uh, uh, Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Always the cartoons are better. It is, and it's 25 years old. Still good, by the way. <laughs> yeah, television seems to be completely different. It's all based on the writing because they don't have the budgets mm-hmm. to rely on. So There's they've no got to find some actors, and they've got to find some good writers. And Very, very few shows have big CGI budgets. No. Your sci-fi shows do, but even those often end up being better than yeah, they're not movies that come out. They're, yeah, they're not hundreds of millions now also, of dollars. Also, they have a lot more time to tell a story. Right. So they can put a lot more detail into it. But still, there's a way to craft a two, two-and-a-half, three-hour story and have it be really, really good, just like there's a way to craft a story into... 13 or 20 episodes and have it be really really good exactly just people are not they're, they're relying on the wow factor instead of good writing focusing on good writing yeah it's sad it's sad there's too much good stuff if you yeah. guys need a uh kind of simplistic procedural show to watch i recommend i zombie yes it's yeah. one of those shows one that of the shows i want one the girls are hot so that helps out but <laughs> It's a CW show where I actually like the characters in it. Well, is that the first. one where the, one of the guys is like turning into a zombie, but he's not? Or is that, that kind of describes like half the cast. Oh. <laughs> like there's a guy like who got bit and he's got like the scaly skin and he looks like he's turning, but he's, he's still like himself. I don't know. Oh, don't know. um, the whole concept of it is that zombies actually retain their minds. Okay, that's not the same show I'm thinking. But uh, they hunger for brains. So if they go for too long without eating a brain, they then go the whole Romero style zombie. Uh, but uh, so it's, the it's uh, like main a character, show. yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah. But the main character is a uh, morgue tech. 
who whenever she eats a brain she gets she takes on that person's personality <laughs> and it gets That's really tremendous. hilarious as more as they go with more insane personalities and more characters become zombies and you get to see like half the cast's actual acting skill hmm. that's a good point Hey, I was going to ask you, have you watched the new uh, Cloak and Dagger show? Or Is it Cloak and Dagger? Yeah. yeah. Is that it's out? It's not out yet. I didn't think it was out. Isn't it? Oh, I, I don't think it it's out a, yet. I see commercials all the time. Oh, I've been seeing reviews for it, but I haven't watched it yet. Yes. Have any of you guys it watched Cloak Runaways? and Dagger, right? It is called Cloak and Dagger, yes. Okay. Yeah. What'd you say, Alex? Have any of you guys watched Runaways? Oh, no. No. That's uh, the teenage one, right? Yes. Yeah. I want someone to watch it just so that I have a non-comic book fans review of it. I it wouldn't know. be any of us. <laughs> I don't have time for another show. I'm already trying to catch up on old stuff. So, Jared, you watch it. Oh, crap. Oh, no. <laughs> it actually released June 7th, Cloak and Dagger. Ah, okay. see? Wow. We need to watch it's that. on Freeform. That's why I don't ever see it. Oh, that's my it's favorite. On a cha- it's on a cable Whatever channel. Whatever that is. That's my favorite new no, cable a- channel. Freeform is literally the channel that bleeped Gilmore Girls. Yeah, oh, my yeah. gosh. Yep. Oh, that's fantastic. It's an on-demand channel. It's an on- Oh, it's an on-demand channel. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. That's a difference. <laughs> it doesn't you don't act- have commercials. It doesn't actually just stream constantly and you only you know, watch what I, I'm playing. There is, uh, because, well, well, there is a format. Well. For any commercial on TV that has to do with some kind of medication. Mm. Right. Yeah. Ten seconds of the commercial tells you what that what it could do for you. The rest of the commercial <laughs> is all the side effects and how it might kill you or give you cancer. Yeah. Which is, of course, worse than whatever you're dealing with. Yeah. Anyway. All the while, <laughs> they're showing people of all ages doing things in the park or fishing and chasing dogs and having fun and doing (laughs) all these things that healthy people do Uh, while they're talking about how this medicine might completely melt your brain. May give you the poops for seven years. Every (laughs) single commercial is like that. It's like literally not even a quarter of the commercial is dedicated to how this medicine can help you. And the rest of it is how this medicine might hurt you. Do you know who writes those commercials? I don't care. It's the same people who wrote my fa- Jurassic my, World. My favorite, thing, <laughs> my favorite thing is that while they're showing the happiest sequences is when they're reading the side effects. And in, inevitably, it's like on most of these medications, the side effects basically boil down to exacerbating your current condition and or death. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're giving you a completely unrelated disease. Mm. Sounds uh, like somebody spent a lot of know. time watching TV while he was in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> Well, yeah. They're all it's it's if you're if it's not for like Pine Sol or Cars or um, another TV show, it's a medicine commercial. Yeah, <laughs> literally that. That is all commercials are anymore, and there's way too many of them. Mm-hmm. Did Did anybody see any other movies besides Jurassic World? Because I saw a couple. No. Uh, what was the one that was last? Uh, Incredibles two. I saw that last week. Um, well, that, that, that was that's not that was phenomenal. Well, you guys can give a non-spoiler review. It's great. Go see. Non-spoiler. I, I kind of assumed this much. <laughs> okay, so I want to piggyback onto that. Have you noticed that every Pixar sequel has a pattern? Okay. I'm has good. anyone noticed? This? No, I no. haven't. What? Joe. A pentagram. Alex? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I'm curious as to Wrong what you're pattern. about to say. <laughs> no, I have no clue. It always goes to the other character. So oh. if you take. 
So uh, the dad was the main character in the dad, first one. Now it's the now wife. she is. If you go, um, uh, Sully was the main character in Monsters Inc. Became Michael, and then it was Mike in the other Mike one. Mike Wazowski. Um, what was what's some other ones? If you anyway, if you go back through Toy the pattern, Story. Of all, oh yeah, Toy Story. Uh, or not Toy first Story. Yeah, Toy was, Story. First it, it was Woody, and then Woody, it, and then Buzz, and then Buzz, and then or was um, it Buzz first? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but Cars. Mm-hmm. First one was about Kachuga, and. I can't remember his name. <laughs> and Rocket the second, McQueen. McQueen, yeah. And the second one was about Mater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Now, my brother pointed this out to me, so I'll give him credit for that. But I was like, what? Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is an interesting point. I never really caught that, but that's kind of cool. Yeah, so there are wa- no main characters. So, so Wally 2 will be about? Eve. 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 The question is, so here's the question for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Wreck-It Ralph wrecks the internet. Uh, is that going to be about the girl and not, yeah, and about not the Ralph? Girl. Is that about <laughs> the question? It'll be about the internet. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see if it breaks the. the I do. I, I want to see that one too. That one looks good. So I didn't actually know there was a new record, Ralph. Coming out at some point. I'm not sure when. Well, that's well the plan. Well, 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 well. <laughs> so Joe, what's your? So I said, I said, Incredibles was great. Go see it. What's your non-spoiler? Shouldn't you say it's incredible? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I I think it's incredible it's, too. It's a really, really, it's a really good movie. It's, it lives, it lives up to the fourteen-year wait of wanting a sequel from number one. Okay, because I was, and worried it's really about cool that. because it's it's not a spoiler, but it it picks up right where the number one left off. Okay. Well, I wonder why they waited so long on that one. It's funny you say that because there's actually like a little like two or three minute thing at the beginning of the movie before it runs. Where like Samuel L. Jackson is talking, and like the other um, voice, actors. voice actors are talking, and they're like, "Look, we know it's been 14 years, but this takes a long time. There's a lot of work that goes into it, and we wanted to make sure the story was good." And so like they they give like a little. <laughs> I figured it picked up pretty much where of, the other one left off because the baby's still a baby. Which you know <laughs> that leads yeah. right back into what I just said. You know that's a perfect example where technology plus good story plus you know what I mean like they they yeah. delivered on that one. Right. If you want to wait, if you want to wait a few years to do a sequel to a movie, no, it's I'll okay. It. We will wait. Uh, you know we're going to talk about some E three stuff in a bit and uh, some games that are coming out soon and the time between games nowadays is years not just like one yeah. or two years it's like yeah. five to ten years most of the time between games especially that's if you're okay. bethesda yes especially i love you bethesda. which is awesome so joe yeah, it's more than okay yep. so joe yeah. i was about to bring up the 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 very the very start of the movie before the actual movie starts that short it was and bizarre. i'm like i'm like i don't want to really tell them about it because i want to see oh, i want to hear it. their reaction to it because i yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i, I thought yeah. they had Basically, stopped doing a, shorts no <laughs> there's no a more. short at the beginning of the movie yeah, yeah, and that no starts and it's so it's no really more. weird it's um, weird i thought so they had stopped yeah. doing shorts altogether no pixar movies say no more maybe maybe they're doing maybe they're bringing it back i don't know yeah let's we won't let's not spoil the other two movies yeah, the other two movies I saw, I saw a movie called Upgrade, which was really good. Oh, I want to see that. It's, it's, it's really good. Like it's, it's cheesy, and it reminds me. It, it really reminded me of watching an old '80s sci-fi movie. See, that's why it's I thought fantastic. it was a comedy when you showed you you sent me the link for the trailer. I thought it was a comedy because of the cheesiness. 
And you were like, no, I mean, it's I not guess, a comedy. I guess there's there's a couple of scenes there's a couple of scenes in that movie if taken out of context that would make you laugh. But while you're watching well, the movie, it's, it's mostly him talking to the thing in his head. Yeah, that made me exactly. go, oh, this is going to be kind of funny. And you're like, no, it's not. Yeah, funny. it's 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 a fantastic. <laughs> as soon as you guys are able to get a copy of that or watch it or buy it or whatever, I highly highly recommend watching that movie. Plague it's Vision. fantastic. Plague Vision. And in the other, <laughs> it's what? still in theaters. Clay I Pigeons? can't get it. Plague Vision. Clay Pigeons is fantastic. No, no I'm saying, I said <laughs> Jared's handle is Plague, and I said Plague Vision, meaning yeah. his Plague server. Clay Pigeons is an, is an old movie with Vince Vaughn where he plays a serial killer. I didn't know that. <laughs> what? I didn't know that it's either. A fantastic, it's a fantastic movie, dude. It is so dark and twisty. It's very, very good. Anyway, and the other movie I saw in the theaters was Tag. A dark was Vince fun, Vaughn but... movie? <clears throat> I'm sorry. That's just <laughs> like, it's a Vince Vaughn dude. movie. It's so dark and twisty. I was like. Wait a minute, <laughs> Vince Vaughn. I I I have I got a lot more respect for Vince Vaughn. I love Vince Vaughn because Vince Vaughn is basically just Vince Vaughn in every movie, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. except for this one, you're like, holy crap, dude can actually act and not just be Vince Vaughn. Yeah. I'm just saying, if that's the way it's um, gonna be, it's gonna be that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's an old movie. I can't remember when that movie came out, but it's it's called Clay Pigeons. Hmm. It's definitely worth a watch if you guys can track it down. But yeah, and the other the other movie I saw in the theater was Tag, which was it was fun, but it, it you know nothing to write home about. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was. That's what I, I, I was I wanted to hear at least in the non spoiler if you thought it was okay because I I look at it and I think it'll be funny, but I also think it's going to be just completely stupid. You know that's um, based on um, an actual group of. people. I know. Okay, I didn't know if that. I, was... I saw. I realized that. And I saw is? that. I wouldn't say that it's like worth paying ten or twelve dollars in the theater to watch, but no. it's totally worth red boxing. Okay. And I'm going to give a real quick plug. Jerry box. And the reason I'm seeing all these <laughs> movies right now is because I have I have Movie Pass. Black box. And like it's it's been awesome, dude. I'm like really really liking this Movie Pass thing. Multi pass. And they're going to be coming out with different levels of it now. Apparently, they're going to add like a family plan. I saw that. So not every. Yeah, and then hmm. they're going to have ones now where because one of the one of the restrictions on Movie Pass is if it's like a big release, like 3D movie, mm-hmm. which everybody on this podcast knows that's just a waste of money anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, there are a couple of blackouts on the movie app pass if it's like a big, huge release and it's like the opening mm-hmm. night. You're not mm-hmm. going to be able to go that night, mm-hmm. which is fine. But they're going to have like mm. they're going to introduce another another level that opens all that up, and then there's going to be like a family plan. But so yeah, I'm I'm loving Movie Pass because I'm able to see like I wouldn't have gone and seen Upgrade in the theater, I wouldn't have gone and seen Tag. So yeah, my big issue with Movie Pass right now is that the only way I can see those big movies is by planning them several days in advance. Having to go the day of is nearly impossible in our area because. The theaters sell out. Is, so is all of your theaters assigned seating? Most, most of them are nowadays. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah. But the, doing stuff the day of, unless I'm gonna go see those, you know, B movies. You know, mm-hmm. I guess that's what I'll start calling them, like Tag and Jurassic World, and <laughs> you know, the stuff that you're like, oh man, like Hotel Artemis. I've tried to see that all week. I wanted to go see that, mm-hmm. but I don't, I'm not gonna go pay five, ten bucks for it. Yeah. Like I'll just wait yeah. for that. So to movie come pass out. is what ten dollars a month, and you get as many. Ten a month. So if you ten, go it's see ten, a movie, ten, it's as many 10, movies 60, you want. Ten sixty-five yeah. a month. But it's just you, and you have right. to do it day of at the theater. 
So this is how it works. I'll tell you how it works since I have it and I've used it a number of times now. You go on their app. You pull up and it says there's a tab that says theaters and it pulls up a tab that shows you all the theaters and you can set the proximity for how many miles out and it shows you all the theaters that you can use it at. And you, you pick a theater, you look at their show times, and then you pick a show time that you want. You don't do anything yet, but so you go to that theater uh, before the show time. Okay. And you have to be within 100 yards of the theater, and you check in. And when you check in, money for that ticket is loaded to your movie pass card. I see. So you go in, and you ask for the ticket for the show, the time show that you want, and you just hand them the movie pass card to run it like a credit card. So you have to like, and it's on there. Yeah. So you have yeah. to like drive to the theater and then go, Hey, I want to see this movie. Yeah. It, and then just because, hope that it goes, yeah, you can see that now. <laughs> so there's, there's, there's a, the reason they did this is because apparently people were finding a ways to defraud movie pass. And so, yeah, you have uh, to be within a hundred uh, yards. You have to be within a hundred yards of the theater. I am to totally check surprised in. by that. And you have to, you have to swipe your card to get your ticket within 30 minutes of checking in. It seems like it's going to be a pain in the ass and really restrictive, but it's honestly not. Huh. Like, it really isn't. It's not that big of a deal, especially if you go to the movies by yourself. Yeah. Um, before I signed up to Movie Pass, I thought that they had their own sections in the theater so you wouldn't be able to sit with your friends. That's not the case. Because when I was on vacation, and you can use it anywhere, I went on vacation and I used my Movie Pass card to buy my ticket. And that's when we went and saw Upgrade. And I got to sit right next to my family that I went to visit. You know, they paid for their tickets. I paid mine for mine with Movie Pass. Oh, really? And then they they just reintroduced they just introduced another thing where, after you get your ticket, it, it automatically goes to the next screen in the app that opens your camera, and you have to take a picture of the ticket and submit it. And it's mm-hmm. like it takes like an extra second. It's not that big of a deal. Hmm. But honestly, I I really enjoy it. I I'm I'm thrilled with it so far. Hmm. So. Uh... Interesting. So you're saying that a guy like me can get movie pass, and since my job takes me all around the city, I can start buying up all the tickets to these shows and then scalp them. No, you can only get beforehand. you can only get one ticket for one movie once a day. Then how am I supposed to make money on this? You're, you're not. not. You're supposed to use it as a service. You're not supposed to screw it up for everybody else. Yeah. Uh, uh. But here's here's the here's the cool thing. Here's the cool thing that the company that used to, the company that sponsors MoviePass, um, I'll have to look up the name. Their stock used to be thirty eight dollars a share a couple of years ago, and in MoviePass, it's taken them a long time to get this going. Uh, and so their their stock has plummeted. Their stock is literally like forty cents right now. So I went in and cents. bought like two. Yeah, I went in and bought like 200 shares of their stock for like 38 <laughs> bucks, 40 bucks, right? Um, or whatever the whatever it works out to be. I bought 200 shares of their stock, and then today I got an email from MoviePass that says they've met their quota for getting three million subscribers, and they're about to reintroduce. They're about to introduce these new levels and expand the program. And that was like the do or die thing. They literally had like six months to get 3 million subscribers or else they were going to die out. So now I'm sitting on 200 shares of stock that I bought for 38 cents a share for for a company that two years ago was trading at like $38 a share. So I'm pretty thrilled about that. So I'm going to keep plugging MoviePass to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Please keep going, please. 
So yes, buy Movie Pass so that you can give Joel some money. Joel, that's <laughs> not my name. Did you really think what my name was? Quack. Your name is. Did you, have you really thought? No, I'm serious. This is hilarious to me. Have Quack. you thought that my name is Joel this whole time? No, but your comment was actually reminiscent of a podcaster I know called Joel. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but seriously, if you go to the movies a lot, or even if you don't go to the movies a lot, I think Movie Pass is absolutely worth it. And the reason it's worth it is because, yeah, like there's three movies I've seen in this past month that I wouldn't have gone to otherwise. Hmm. So, Lilo Dallas, Movie Pass. Movie Pass. They actually have a cheaper plan too, if, oh. but it only lets you see it only lets you see three movies a month though. Yes, everyone else talk about E3 before I become the fly in the ointment. <laughs> well, I'm not going to talk about because I have nothing. Too late. Alex, what did you like about E3? <laughs> <laughs> the simplicity. I loved name. how every single thing I saw told me absolutely nothing about the game I was going to play. What game did you want to play? Well, I checked out Anthem, which is a glorified, uh, glorified cutscene, which... You know, as far as I know from looking at it, it could be a cooking uh, simulator. Really, and the I'm fact really that they shoved a random uh, screen, a random background up and announced Elder Scrolls Six tells me about as much as my last bowel movement. And there were mountains in it. What was that? I have famously huge turds. <laughs> your, your last bowel movement had a lot of mountains and fog. And and drums, drum music, and <laughs> dramatic music. Hey, you don't know how I have. What have you been eating? <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> no, you're done. <laughs> I yeah, you. pretty much. And that was I Alex's review of that one. Yeah. Wop wop. Hey, I mean, okay, let's talk about Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, they announced it. That's good news. That's all. I mean, yeah. we know it's not going to come out for another five years, but <laughs> hey, we we know it's going to come out. That's more than we got for Half Life Three. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm convinced Half Life Three will come out about the time my grandchildren die. <laughs> <laughs> they, no, because it won't. Valve yeah. doesn't and know this what is me. Three my is. grandchildren yeah. are probably fictional, or I'm pretty sure that the number three is outlawed at Valve. No, I agree. Like no one's allowed to use it or say it, and if they do, they get flogged. Yeah, Nintendo's a gay taquito. I'm so good at spinning. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, you got you got to uh, get that thing fixed so they can hear the sound bites again. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. Uh, well, so that seemed so. like that ended very quickly. Was well, that how bad E3 was? No. Um, uh, you can play uh, virtual reality uh, Mario Go-Kart or Mario Mario Kart. I'm like, why can't I say that? Why? Mario Kart now. Well, you don't want to play VR Mario Kart? No. no. I don't want to play Mario Kart in general. Mario. Well, Bethesda had a ton of crap they're releasing. <sighs> Obviously, Fallout 4, uh, 76 is the big one. I know Joe and I are excited about that. Yeah, our buddy Eric yes. is not so, our buddy Eric so is not so excited. What do you guys think about the online only aspect? That's what he's not excited about. Interesting. He was really not happy about it. See, I think I think it's so overblown. Everybody freaking out about that because yeah, I mean, yeah, the we'll servers are going to gonna be small and the map is gigantic. We'll have to see. So even if you have, like they said, they're going to try to keep it low, like yeah. 20, 30 pl- players on a server. I'm like, that's perfect. That's enough people to do stuff with. But enough but to run away from. you can't deny that the, the big appeal for a lot of people, maybe not everybody, but a lot of people about those games is they can completely do it themselves. Well, and they did say that they're going to um, 
not at a release, but eventually they will have servers that you can buy that are like private or yeah. use or whatever. I'm, I'm virtual servers. Yeah, so. I'm one of those Fallout. I'm one of those Fallout players that is reluctant about the online aspect, and mm-hmm. I had a long conversation with Adam about it the other day. I one of the things I love about Fallout is you are literally the lone wanderer. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm I'm a little apprehensive about the online aspect, but I also, you know, one of the things that Adam talked about that he brought up that I didn't think about makes me excited about it as well. So it's basically kind of like when we were talking about World of Warcraft, about the bosses. So, yeah. you know what I mean? You can go ahead and talk about that. Well, just doing world stuff together. Like, you have to go take down some of the stuff I loved about the MMOs that, you know, the three of us here have played together. Um, is that when you have to go do world events together, it's 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 a gaming experience like you can't you just can't have anywhere else. It's, it can be fun and it can be a nightmare. It can be, you know, knowing the online community, you'll probably end up having both. But mm-hmm. I don't think you're going to have bad ones as often. I'm sure they will have things installed in the game to keep griefers from being griefing all the time. For instance, everyone's like, you're going to have these giant settlements. That you spend all this time and effort into, and people are going to be able to blow it up with a nuke real quick. First of all, the nukes are going to be extremely hard to get because that's going to be one of the big raiding things to do. So, okay, let's assume a group of people worked for 30 hours to get it. Guess what? If they hit your thing, you're, every time you log in and out, your little community, like, it goes into yeah, a box. but every time developers have ever said that about something in a game where it's going to be really hard to get... People end up with get loads of them, yeah. like Jedi in galaxies. Right, but initially That's be really hard to get. Well, initially, as as somebody they figured out the formula, then everybody had a Jedi, and then they made it hard. And again. it was supposed to be, according to the storyline of the game, a period where there were very, very few. Right, Which, but they were everywhere. And I think that's kind of what this is like. Yeah, so hopefully they can figure out a way to really make it that difficult and that rare. But well, seems to me like whenever the whenever the developers say something like that, it just doesn't. People find a way around it. Yeah, as long as IOI doesn't get their hands on all the nuke caches, yeah. we'll be good to go. Well, and the other part <laughs> is, what company was that? Sony. <laughs> yeah, Sony. Sony. Yeah. This yeah. is Bethesda. They're not a bunch of dummies like that. <laughs> well, Adam, you said yep. that every time you log out, mm-hmm. uh, your settlement goes in a box. Is that confirmed by them? Yeah. I've even okay. seen video of it happening. In that case... This game's going to last one day. Well, that's obviously not going to happen. Well, what's going to happen is people are going to get so pissed off that they spent all this money buying a nuke, and then it never actually destroyed the settlement. Well, it'll beat up your settlement. That, so, oh. that's that right yeah. there. You just, hit, you just hit on something that's my biggest worry about it. Um, and I don't. I hope that Bethesda doesn't go this way. Um, but this this whole thing now about when you play online games, you basically it's pay to play. So like Grand mm-hmm. Theft Auto Five, when it first came out, playing online was phenomenal because everybody was on the same level, everybody was new, and you had the, of course you had the people that grinded like hours and hours and hours a day. Mm-hmm. But then they introduced the pay for play kind of thing, and now you got people on there with like all this wackadoo shit, and if you're just a normal player, like you you literally log in to die. Mm-hmm. And it's ruined. It's ruined the experience. So I really hope that they don't go that route. Yeah, me too. But I don't. I don't, I don't see how they can't. You know what I mean? It, they're in a business to make money. 
Yeah, and at this point in the gaming experience, they pretty much have to because people are willing to pay that much. And, I mean, it's insane the stupid things people are willing to pay for. But right now, right now we're in the whole capitalistic system where people are willing, people do not understand the difference between pay to win and pay to play. Hmm. We have to suffer through this time. And once people realize that, yes, uh, cosmetics, paying for cosmetics is great, mm -hmm. paying for pay to win destroys games, then we'll be back into the era where games are actually great again. Yeah, but if we're moving closer to idiocracy, it's not going <laughs> to do that. <laughs> well, you know, maybe Bethesda will only do the uh, cosmetic style of upgrades, which would be awesome. Is your post-apocalyptic world not post-apocalyptic enough? <laughs> Here's a mod. <laughs> it adds rain and despair. Well, and that's yeah, that's another thing. That's another another thing I love about Bethesda games is you inevitably get a bunch of really great mods. So that's another benefit to, you know, if you how is that going to work with this, how is that going to work with this game? Are those mods going to be you know server specific? Like I don't know. I don't know personally. Don't know how all that works. Uh, I don't either. They have said that mods will be in the game at some point but that's about all they said about that yeah so i'm not like, in in the in the past like how has mods how have mods worked with mmos they don't can you can you mod <laughs> well, an mmo somewhat it'd be like certain uh, games uh, like in uh in wow you could uh redo your heads up your, display right user interface all and that you could yeah you could tweak stuff to as far like, as changing, remember where things are it didn't change the game code yeah it didn't change costumes or anything like that or yeah so we'll see uh, okay now <laughs> jared had a mod for star trek online that made everyone naked <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hardly it's hardly an original very, very concept true. it's been done on many other different games but and the website that i found that on had had nude mods for about every game under the sun oh lord Wow. That's fantastic. It's the third wow, bookmark wow, in my wow, list. Wow. No, 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 no. Third? <laughs> nope, first. <laughs> I don't even think I have it bookmarked anymore. Bethesda's announced something called Starfire, which they basically said nothing about, but it seems that it's going to be uh, Mass Effect style of game. Five years after Elder Scrolls Six. Oh no no! This is coming out. This is the next game oh. after Fallout. Oh. This is the next game coming out. Um, I'm excited about it if it is an, a Mass Effect sort of replacer game because Mass Effect has kind of said or EA has kind of said, "Screw you, Mass Effect. We're done with you." Because the well, last game, said, screw so you, much. gamers. We're done with Mass Effect. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> there's kind of a void in the gaming community for that style of space. Opera game. So Did any of you guys play Mass Effect Andromeda? Uh, no, I kind of want to, but yeah, I'm not in no hurry to do it. <laughs> play what? Andromeda. No. Did you play it, Alex? Yeah, I bought it on day one, and it suffered from uh, day one glitches. Oh. There were from the EA game. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought? There were a ton of graphical glitches. Really? I mean, just a shit ton. Uh, people clipping into walls, <laughs> running like they were the aliens from a contact, mm. random crap like that. <laughs> Did you play One on of PC? the biggest problems. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, 
I'm not a console peasant. I'm a member of the PC Master Race. PC Understand that. Yes, I follow Yahtzee. But um, <laughs> the biggest problems with it was it took out the moral choice system. So you're... Oh, that, uh, that was the best part of the game. <laughs> yeah. Your uh, dialogue decisions meant nothing. Uh, and there were four of them, and I'm sitting there going, what do I care? Yeah. So instead of choose your own path, it was choose your own dialogue. Yeah. Huh. Okay, well, here's your choice. You can uh, shoot this guy and save all these people or let him live, and he'll take over them and enslave them. And you say, uh, I'm going to kill everyone. Yeah. Instead, you shoot the guy and do what you said. That's why I always <laughs> played those games twice, because you do. I want to do both. You know, I want to play a good character and a bad character. <laughs> now, you can just play a, a boring whole drum Shoot the character. puppy. Shoot them. For the final battle in Andromeda, you had your entire squad, every available character, helping you fight the final boss, now which see, is something I wanted awesome. in every Mass Effect game. Yeah, yeah. They did a lot of stuff right. They just had graphical glitches, which crucified the game. Hmm. And the loss of an actual moral choice system, which, again, made it feel like, Okay, I played through it once. Why would I ever play it again? Yeah, exactly. That's what we were just thought. Like, you do mods with Fallout, and it gives the replayability. <laughs> Meanwhile, EA's like, we don't care. We got your money. Bye. We're going to go make Battlefield 94. No one gives a <laughs> crap about. What is the significance of 76, anyway? It's the name of the vault. Uh, yeah, that's uh, why I was looking into Anthem so much because it's made by the same crew as Mass Effect, and then I saw their video and it was nothing but a glorified cutscene, and I'm going. Arr. Is it is it still EA? Yeah, it's EA. Oh yeah, so let's say if you could get the group that made Mass Effect and send them to another company, that would be awesome. Well, the bad thing is EA owned Mass Effect whenever they did 2 and 3. Well, they, they didn't do 1? No, EA didn't own BioWare whenever they did 1. Oh, uh, okay. At least I don't think. That explains why 1 is so much better than the other ones. Blasphemy. As much as I like 2 and 3, and I did love, especially 2, the ending of three just ruins everything. <laughs> the ending of three ruins the whole franchise, in my view. But next to be Fallout twenty sixty six. Yeah, that's the it's the vault. The vault's name is seventy six. Yeah, and it's numbered that because it's the tricentennial of America. I said the next game will be twenty sixty six. Oh no, it'll probably be five. The double deuce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll boat. play Fallout seventy six whenever <laughs> they make it single player. Well, uh, it sounds like they're going to give that option with the private servers. So I don't know if that'll cost money or just be something you have to wait on. I don't know. Which would be cool because then the three of us, you know, we could just be like, "Hey, let's let's go play together." Yeah, if they deliver, if they deliver the kind of online experience they're talking about. And you, you know, because he said at E3, what's his name? Kevin something? Todd. He said at E3 that, what is it? Todd Howard. Todd Howard, yeah. Amazing. He said Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin. He said at E3 that they've got enough servers that it's it's going to be. Peter. 
it's not going to be hundreds of people on it. It's going to be like 12 to 30, which that's one hell of a claim. Oh, Peter. I mean, if there's... <laughs> that's a hell of a claim. It really is. I mean, but if there's a company that's big enough to pull it off, you know, it, it might be Bethesda. Yeah, they'll be virtual servers. Yes, maybe. Hey, as long as they work, who gives a crap? You got 12 or 30 people on a server. Well, gonna that's going to be the hardware. problem. They're claiming that, but what happens whenever they go 10 times the estimated number on release date? Every single server crashes and the game well, cannot even that's... be initialized. Yeah, that's the that's the fear is that they're going to go the way of EA and Ubisoft, Ubi and they're going to promise these like twenty Ubi person Ubi. servers, and, and then, then they're going to be like, oh, that that by the way, <laughs> unless you want to be tripping over people on the map all freaking day long, yeah, there are servers like that available, but it's going to cost X dollars a month or one time fee of X dollars. That's mm. what yeah. I'm afraid of. Well, that is why I did not pre-order this game. Because <laughs> I'm gonna let it come out and then see what Still what too it much is. Up in the air. Yeah, we'll see. I, I I have faith in the company based off their previous track record, so we'll see. That's all we can do. That's what E3 is I'm for. Ho I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that they that they step up to the plate and do it right. But yeah. as a hardcore fan of the Fallout series, as the Lone Wanderer, I'm not thrilled about this idea. I'm very apprehensive about I am it. The lone like I said, the only reason I'm thrilled about it is because it's different. And I know this isn't, they didn't call it for fallout five for a reason because fallout five is going to be clearly the traditional style, but Hey, why not try something different? That's still close to what you're doing. We'll see. They did sort and now of, for something a little different. They did sort of try that with elder scrolls online, even though it's more Xenomax than it is actual Bethesda. And you know it does. It's it's fun, but it's not. It's not Elder Scrolls game. It is, but it's not. It's an MMO. So it's it's fun, but it's just not the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we will get the sound problem fixed. Do you guys need to hear my save the llama for your mama? Yeah. <laughs> Alex Alex wanted to say something about Disney buying Fox. I think. I, I, that, I hadn't even heard about that, so I'm curious. Only if anyone else has anything. Did it, I didn't even know it happened. Uh, yeah, did it actually go through? It is still waiting on uh, FCA approval, but you heard about Comcast kept trying to yeah. outbid Disney. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> Why would they? I have that? a serious feeling that Comcast is on the ropes. I think I think Comcast is hurting more than they're letting on. Well, they're they're. Good. <laughs> yeah, they're the old uh, telephone company type people like AT&T. Yeah. Well, I've been keeping an eye on this just because of the comic book reason more than anything. From what I've seen, Comcast once like Sky Network or something like that. Skynet. <laughs> Skynet is real. Are you Sarah Connor? Yes, I am. I just watched Terminator Genesis the other this day. This exchange operation did a really good job. <laughs> Wow. It was like a face-off style. Skynet is inevitable. Amen, brother. But what can I say? Squeaky toy. Get the out of my face! But yeah. Um, <laughs> Your doggy's a rubber ducky. Comcast just wanted a few random pieces of it. Excuse my dog in the background. But um, You're excused. Disney just went, screw this, let's just outbid them. Completely. Good. <laughs> 
ultimately everything is going to be owned by Disney, Google, or Amazon. <laughs> everything. True. So, I'm all so, for I anybody said that, outbidding Comcast. I said that the, day, the other day to, some, to a friend of mine, and they were like, well, what about AT&T? I said, AT&T is tech. Google will own them. You've got entertainment, tech, and uh, marketplace, shipping, retail. That's going to be Amazon, Google, and Disney. They're going to own everything. So, hey, what the heck? But as far as the comic book titles, I had I did have a thought about that. And it's like, depending on what Fox wants to retain the rights to or creative control of, this could either be a good thing for titles like X-Men or Fantastic Four, or it could just be the same shit as usual. So well, we'll have to here's see. Here's the thing. Fox wants completely out of the movie-making business. Well, then that's good. They want good. Fox News, Fox Sports. They want to become a telecom company. Non-actual. Yeah. Uh, oh, wonder why. Production company. Yeah, exactly. If Disney buys that, guess who's the newest Disney princess? Jean Grey. You. The Xenomorph. <laughs> <laughs> the Xenomorph. Uh, that's tremendous. Alien World at Disney World. <laughs> hey, X Force meets the Avengers. Disney will be like, we've come up with a brilliant idea. Brilliant. Kathleen Kennedy is no longer in charge of Star Wars, but she's got the Deadpool franchise now. No! <laughs> and a million nerds all cried out at once. Kill her! Burn the witch! What does that remind you of? What does it remind me of? Yeah. It reminded me of the empty from Supernatural because I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> well, listen to the podcast and you'll you'll know exactly what it is. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I, I'm super excited for Fox to buy the, or for Fox to uh, sell this crap to the mouse. Just because I want to see good X Men movies. That's good. all I give a crap if about. If they want to give up the movies, then good because Disney owns Marvel and Marvel will take them and go. Mine. Mine. <laughs> I just want to see the Simpsons on Disney's <laughs> streaming service. Yes. That's actually a really good point, Alex. Yeah. Because, yeah, they guess they own that now, don't they? Well, well again, still has to go through FC, FCC approval. So we'll know by Christmas. <laughs> They're like yeah, the NCAA when it comes to, let's get stuff done today. Oh, uh, no, let's take lunch all day. Well, it's government. <laughs> yeah. And on that depressing note, I mean, good note. Name that song. No clue. It's Toto. Africa. Dude, not Africa. The sound of silence. Or oh, that's Rosanna. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rosanna. That's that's exactly what I heard too, Alex. It's the sound of silence. <laughs> well, we're just gonna say goodbye. He's playing Rosanna by Africa by Toto. Bye. For you, hippie. Rosanna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>